Hey, Jumpstarters, I'm your host, Kirsten. And I'm your co-host, Darius. Here at The First Cup, we're an advice-driven podcast to jumpstart your day or wind down your afternoon. Our conversations are centered around empowering millennials to proactively navigate through their careers, relationships, and lifestyle. It's been said, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So grab your cup, Jumpstarters. And take your first sip of a new life. Welcome back to the final episode of the three-part series centered around COVID-19 experiences. Now y'all know I love me a good quote and I came across one the other day that I wanted to share with you all. And it goes like this. We are all in the sea of the coronavirus, but we're all in our individual boats. And for me, Darius doesn't really get it, but for me, it really puts it into perspective of that we're all going through this together, but all of our experiences are completely different. Yeah, I agree. Um, what's interesting about COVID-19 in particular is that COVID-19 does not discriminate. It doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter what's in your bank account. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. Like you can catch it. But I think who you are dictates what your experience is like. And that's going to be something that we're going to talk about on our social media to hear from you all of the idea is social distancing a luxury. You know, what is that? look like from different experiences. Right. And I know for me that if I wasn't with Darius and we weren't quarantined together, I don't know what I would do. I would be so lonely. I would not, I guess wouldn't be so annoyed, but I know that I would overall not be, I would be super lonely. And so it made me think about all of our friends and listeners out there who are alone during this time. Seriously, could you imagine if I was still working in Chicago? No. Or Michigan. It's probably snowing in Michigan right now. No offense to our Michigan listeners, but I just can't imagine being away from you and you being out there on your own. But what about the other millennials that had to relocate from home for a job? Yeah. And that's why we decided to dig into that conversation with a millennial expert, Malika Jury. And he opens up about how he is prioritizing his mental health and creative ways to stay connected to family and friends during this time. Let's delve into the conversation. We have a very special guest with us. Um, Darius and I have known this individual for many years, um, going back to our collegiate years, which isn't that long ago. But he is a great um, friend of us and someone that we see as a millennial expert. So we really wanted to get his perspective on today's conversation. So without further ado, we are going to introduce to you all Mr. Malik Ajuri. Hello, hello, Jumpstarters. This is Malik. Uh, Thank you, Darius Kirsten, for uh, allowing me to jump on the pod, speak a little bit about what's going on with COVID and, you know, how I'm utilizing my opportunity right now. For those of you that don't know, I currently work at a a small tech firm called Google. I work... Not so small. (laughs) (laughs) I, I I currently work at Google Cloud, in Google Cloud, in the inside sales role. I work with some of our biggest enterprise accounts. I sell software there within API management. So I'm talking to anybody from developers to enterprise architects to VPs of technology to select CIOs of companies that are anywhere from 750 million to the billions and beyond. I specialize in finance. I specialize in retail and 
I specialize with healthcare. So I've been very, very busy over the last few weeks and it's been a great opportunity to get in front of my customers virtually, but to get in front of their problems. So it's been exciting and I'm really happy that I could carve some time out to talk to some friends. See, I love that just because you've been working an inside sales position, meaning that you're not out there, boots on the ground, actually seeing your customers face to face. So I guess this is a good part to ask, like, how has the COVID-19 affected your role? I think it's given us the opportunity to, in, in all honesty, be really great people, right, and showcase that. I think a lot of folks, a lot of our competitors, especially within the sales role, it's always about sell, sell, sell. What can I do to get to that next big fish? Uh, with Google and with our team, we take this opportunity to be empathetic. Uh, I think personally, my life has been affected by COVID-19. I recently lost my great aunt. So I get it. You know, I see a lot of my friends who've also lost their jobs. I get it. So reaching out to these folks, it's, it's less about, hey, I need you to I need you to buy. It's more about what can I do to help, you know, professionally or personally. I put right. that in my message. I love that. And did you change that post quarantine or did you was that always the Google way? I think the Google way is always to approach with the consultative uh, uh, approach. Right. I think that makes the most sense. People want to buy from people that they like. Mm. Right. So, you know, when I, I go in these conversations similar to our days at college, right? If I needed somebody to join a team, join a committee, join a, a team project, I, I wanted to be their friend first. So if I want these folks to uh, buy from me, they need to trust me. You trust friends. I agree. Like, I'm a firm believer that there's two ways to build trust. Uh, first is through your competencies and your character. So you hit the nail on the head. Like it's definitely building that trust and friendship with them. But you can also back it up with your competencies is because you're very fluent in sales and understanding people. And then, you know, selling your product, the cloud software is that much easier. So like you just mentioned, we all went to college together in Indiana. Uh, you know, there's not much here, but you understood that you cannot do what you're currently doing today without moving across the country. How are you coping with this quarantine all by yourself? Yeah, so I think that's a good question. I think I've always been a nomad person. Uh, I was I went to I went to school. I, I did undergrad in Indiana with y'all, but. You know, and you both know this, but I was born on the East Coast and raised in upstate New York and, you know, spent time in other states. And, you know, he, you know, my former employer before Google was uh, HP in Texas. So I had I think I had this ingrained in me at an early age. It's, you know, it's, it's not about chasing the bag per se, but it's about chasing the opportunity, chasing the next challenge. Um, I think. You know, it, that's something that was definitely ingrained in me. Uh, I think, you know, moving out here and doing this quarantine solo has been tough. It has been a different kind of challenge, but it's been a challenge for a lot of us. I think that for me, I had that experience working from home uh, once a week, twice a week. But I don't think anybody could have expected us to be doing this for weeks and months on end. Right. But when it comes to this quarantine, I think it's important that. You know, young folks especially, that we find the routine that works for us, 
that we find some passion projects to invest into in that we make ourselves better in every opportunity that we have. Right. So going off that, what are some things that you have found that have worked and what are some things that have not worked? Yeah. When it comes to quarantine, I think that I've had a really great opportunity to get involved with some folks that I usually didn't have time to talk to. Uh, that's, that's a lot of cross collaboration for me reaching out to, like I said, I'm, I'm on the Google cloud side. So I've got to reach out to some folks on the Google ads team, uh, the YouTube team and learn from them. I think for me, some of the products I've been working on focus around sales enablement or, you know, the long-term goal is to be in leadership. So I'm using this time to prepare myself for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I don't want to be the person that comes out of quarantine and, I have, no, I have nothing to show for it. We have so much time now. Um, but when it comes to the things that aren't working, uh, I think that it's, 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 it's a lack of those customer-facing opportunities. I traveled quite a bit before this, and you know I love making those relationships in person. There's nothing better than an in-person meeting with somebody and you just start clicking. It feels like it's the excitement that you feel on a first date that you know is going well. That's mm-hmm. how I feel in a sales meeting when it's going well. So, you know, that's something I definitely miss. I wish things were kind of coming together. I wish that I had my team around me. I'm really lucky because my team feels like, feels like I'm practicing with the Golden State Warriors. Everybody's a superstar. Everybody can play well. And that's something that you definitely miss. So, you know, I wouldn't say it's something that isn't working per se, but it's something that I, I definitely miss during this quarantine. Yes, that's understandable. Very understandable. So um, what is like the current, I guess, state at Google? Like when do they think employees will return back to work? And based on that timeline, is there any way that maybe you could go home so that you're not alone during this time? Yeah, so uh, that conversation is had on a weekly basis here. And I try to keep my ear to the street on, you know, (laughs) what it looks like for us. But I will say that uh, currently it's indefinite, right? Uh, I wish I could, I wish I could share Google inside information with y'all. And let you know, it's like, oh, we coming home next week. I wish, I totally wish. But um, when it comes to Google, it's indefinite. I will say, for a lot of our events, we've had a digital push. We have to utilize our digital avenues. That's for us. It's called an API Jam, uh, a webinar that kind of helps these enterprise architects and these developers understand the platform, understand our software. That's something that you know we've been pushing. But when it comes to going home, I made the clear decision. I, I missed the window earlier on when you know airlines are still frequent. Um, but I told myself I wasn't going to fly home simply because, again, uh, I have a lot of elder elderly relatives back home, and I didn't want to put them in danger in case I was not showing symptoms, but I did have COVID nineteen. Um, right. I tried my best not to make a selfish decision there. Miss my mother, miss my sister, you know, every day. But I think when you are chasing an opportunity, you're chasing things bigger than yourself. Mm. You do sacrifice quite a few of those times, i.e. being with your family on a daily basis. And see, that's why we have you as a millennial expert, because that's such a good perspective. A couple of things that you hit on that I really want to bring attention to is the fact of 
The coronavirus is not about just protecting yourself. It's about protecting other people as well. And I think that that's so mature for you to, you know, take a moment, take a step back and think about, hey, even though I am lonely, I know there's so many risks with me going in the airport and I'd rather save myself and save my family that risk and just stay at home and kind of deal with, you know, the consequences of being alone. So kudos to you and my hats off is off to you for just really tackling that and really being the bigger person. Yeah. I mean, it is a big risk, right? I think, again, it's something that is a hard decision to come by. And I mean, if you talk to my mom, she wants me home now. It doesn't matter, you know? Um, but that's, I mean, that's how you want every mom to feel. So I think it's important to, you know, protect each other, right? You know, I want to hang out with my friends one day. I think it, we need a social, so we need social distancing so we stay away from each other so we can get over this. And, you know, coming from somebody, I'm a cancer. I got a summer birthday. I want that. I want to enjoy my birthday. So, you know, we need to stay away from each other so then we can come together and have a great time. Very true. I'm happy that you brought up just having that type of relationship with your friends and family. How are you still maintaining those relationships? Are you guys hopping on Zoom, taking advantage of uh, changing your background? Well, I, uh, first and foremost, I got to say that everybody is sleeping on Google Hangouts. I was just going to um, say, can he say that he's on Zoom or Teams? <laughs> he has to use Google Hangouts. What? That's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, I don't. I don't use any other platform unless it's Google branded. No, um, <laughs> but it, you know, it, for, for me, it's why you're speaking on your iPhone, why you're using an iPhone. <laughs> hey, don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's important uh, to keep in touch with your friends. I think something that I've done personally is schedule FaceTimes. Like it's meetings at work. I, I tell my friends, Hey, what are you doing at so-and-so time on this day? Let's talk. We chat for an hour, two hours, doesn't matter. Um, I block time out on my friends' calendars. And, you know, I used to think that was kind of corny, uh, simply because, you know, you don't need to be so formal with your friends. But I know with a lot of my friends that are similar to, you know, us that have busy schedules and that are blessed enough to still be getting a paycheck as they are working from home. I need that time, you know. Yeah. I, I call I call my best friends almost every week just to check in, just to make sure they're okay, make sure you know there's nothing scary that's happening with them. You know, I try my best, and to be honest, it's social media, right? Uh, I think for a long time, a lot of people said social media is the devil, um, and I think there's a lot of evil things on social media, but. Right now, it's the folks that I'm sending tweets to and getting tweets from. It's the folks that are on my Instagram interacting with my story. It's, it's all of that. I love that. That's that's keeping me. That's that helps me not feel as lonely as I'm, I'm out here. That's that's so dope. And like before this pandemic got too out of control, Kirsten and I took a hiatus from social media and we just felt so disconnected. But during that time, we were able to build great habits. Yeah. Like we were able to pull our information directly from news sources. But now that we're back on social media, I feel like I didn't miss a beat. Like I'm hopping on live panels. You're hopping on quarantine radio. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Oh, I don't know none about quarantine radio. South Story Lane, though. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like to share to the jump starters, Malik? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think when we are in this time, I think it's important that uh, everybody that is not even just young folks, uh, but anybody who's really chasing something, right? I feel like so many of us 
were, you know, had just hit uh, a groove with so many of our goals. I know yes. that. I know that so many of us, you know, especially now with the gym, I saw y'all on when you were on social media all the time. I would see videos of either you, Darius, or you, Kirsten, or sometimes I would see videos of y'all filming each other in the gym. (laughs) And, you know, that was something that, you know, whether we chatted that day, I would see that post and I'm like, I need need to get my butt back to the gym. I need to work out. I need to get back to it. And... You know, it, it stinks to see that progress stop as of right now, but it's important that we don't get too discouraged, right? Yeah. Because we all were doing so many great things at this moment. The universe is coming together for so many people. We need to continue that drive, to continue that ambition that we did have, and just become more creative. Um, again, the creators, the creatives always win. I, I will forever believe that the creatives always win and it's not just about you being a creative with the music or you know with any art in general it's about the folks that can get creative with anything in their world so it's it's important that if you're listening to this it's important that you push yourself to be different but then also in the same breath you know prioritize your mental health um, I know personally I've dealt with depression and anxiety and you know those voices eating at you that doubt I think it's important that when you're alone it's very easy to get low so in with with respect to that do everything to make yourself happy you want to have ice cream and feel better have ice cream don't let it kill your day but have ice cream if you if you're feeling low binge your favorite series on Netflix or Hulu do that right I think you know we need to take care of ourselves take care of our future but we need to be selfish when it comes to prioritizing your mental health. So I think that's the biggest piece that I would share. That's very good. That's very good. I love all of that, Malik. That really puts it into perspective, especially seems like you have been doing a lot of reflecting during this alone time and really understanding, you know, your intentions and understanding like your purpose with everything. I, I, I try my best to, right? I think that, during a time like this, it's really easy to lose a purpose. And when us as humans lose that purpose, uh, life gets a lot, lot harder. And, you know, I, 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 I had some friends that, of course, I wouldn't put them on blast here, but I had some friends reach out to me and they were dealing with some very dark thoughts. And I think it's important for us to remember those dark thoughts, they're going to pop up. But it's the way you respond to that, right? It's the way you react to that. So, you know, I, I pray for everybody that's, you know, staying staying by themselves. You know, they're they're alone in their one bedroom apartments like me, um, or anybody dealing with those issues, right? Because again, this this quarantine is it's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass, and you want to make sure that everybody is, you know, all right after this, right? We've we're, we've already lost too many folks to COVID nineteen. Right. We don't want to lose folks to them losing their battle with mental health. You've been listening to the First Cup Podcast. Hey, Jumpstarters, head to our website, thefirstcuppodcast.com for all the downloadable content from today's show. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at the First Cup Podcast. And of course, hit that subscribe button and let us know how you like today's show. Thank you for listening.